0: This diary belongs to Nikki J. Maxwell, private and confidential. If found, please return to me for reward. No snooping allowed.
1: Rachel Renee Russell presents the Dork Diaries podcast,
0: brought to you by Simon & Schuster Audio. episode 5, Monday, September 16th. Today, we had our math test on calculating volume, and I was super nervous, mainly because I am not that good at math. And just as I had dreaded, my geometry test was really, really hard. Yes, I know, I should have studied more, but since I spent the entire weekend sulking, It kind of cut into my study time. I pretty much just prayed like crazy through the entire test. Literally. Sometimes even out loud. Please, please, please help me to pass this test. I'm really sorry about not doing my chores and teasing my little sister, and I'll try to do better. Also, can you tell me if the formula for the volume of a cylinder is r squared h or hr squared? And when you calculate a sphere, do you multiply the... Shh! Some of us are trying to take a test. Hey, Einstein. Study much? I guess a few people sitting near me must have overheard. I was too happy when that test was finally over. As I was putting my stuff into my backpack to go to my next class, I couldn't help noticing Mackenzie eyeballing me all evil (laughs) Then she walked up to Jessica and said,
1: Today is the last day to enter the avant-garde art competition, and I have to take my entry form down to the office. I'll meet you at my locker, okay?
0: Then Jessica stared at me and said really loud, Mac, I just know you're going to win first place. Your fashion illustrations are so, um... Fabulicious! I could not believe Jessica actually said that because fabulicious is like so yesterday. Duh. But the thing that really freaked me out was when Mackenzie smirked at me and was all like,
1: Nikki, everyone in the entire school knows you're too chicken to enter the art competition because I'm a better artist than you are. So don't bother. Okay. Even though
0: Mackenzie didn't actually say those words to me, she definitely looked like she was thinking them. And either way, it was a humongous insult to my integrity. Then she kind of flipped her hair and sashayed out of the classroom. I just hate it when Mackenzie sashays. How dare she talk about the art competition right to my face like that? especially when it was her fault I didn't enter to begin with. This whole situation just ticked me off. Suddenly, I just totally lost it and screamed at the top of my lungs, Mackenzie started this war, and now I'm going to finish it! But I just said it inside my head, so no one else heard it but me. Then, I made a solemn promise to myself... I, Nikki J. Maxwell, being of sound mind and body, am officially entering the avant garde art competition. I was going to show Mackenzie once and for all that I had mad art skills, and mine are way madder than hers. So I grabbed all my stuff. And marched right down to the office to fill out an entry form. Sure enough, Mackenzie was still in there applying her 14th layer of lip gloss and bragging non-stop about her fashion illustrations. And
1: everyone thinks my original designs are so hot and I'm going to be rich and famous and move to Hollywood and then I'm going to marry some like big K-pop star and we're going to have like 40,000 children. I'm also going to adopt too because I really feel it's important to do that and we're going to have a really big house in Malibu with like four pools, one saltwater pool because that's really good for you. I've heard my mom had it in a magazine once. And And then I'm also going to, like, start a sideline business making canapes. I was just
0: casually chilling out behind a big potted plant right outside the office door, minding my own business, when finally Mackenzie left. But it was not like I was spying on her or anything. I mean, like, how juvenile would that be? Me just chilling out behind a plant? I just didn't want to attract a lot of attention to myself or have Mackenzie think I was making a big deal out of the fact that I was entering the competition. Although, to be honest, it was a big deal. It was the most important thing I had ever attempted in my entire 14 years of life here on planet Earth. I rushed into the office and quickly filled out an entry form, As I handed it to the assistant, I felt a rush of panic, excitement, and nausea all mixed up together, whirling around in my stomach like leftovers in a garbage disposal. Or it might have been a bad case of indigestion from that nasty tuna noodle surprise I'd had for lunch. Ew! I walked out of the office and collapsed against the wall. My heart was pounding so hard I could hear it in my ears. I began to wonder if this whole thing was a big mistake. Then, out of the blue, I got a really creepy feeling that someone was watching me, even though the halls seemed empty. Suddenly, a leaf on the plant I had hidden behind moved, and I saw this eye staring out at me. Then two eyes, very icy blue ones. OMG, Mackenzie was spying on me. She was, like, so busted. Finally, Mackenzie climbed out from behind the plant and sacheted over to the drinking fountain like she was thirsty or something. And then she squirted me with water. But it was very obvious to me that she was just trying to use water torture to force me to change my mind about entering the art competition.
1: Oh, Oopsie! My bad.
0: Mackenzie tried to act all innocent and apologetic, like the whole squirting me with water thing was just an accident. But I looked into her beady little eyes and could tell she absolutely meant to do it. I still could not get over the fact that I had actually caught her spying on me, which kind of made me angry because I don't follow her around, spying on her and getting all up in her Kool Aid, which BTW means business. Well, at least not that often. Today was, like, totally an exception, mainly because we were both turning in entries for the art competition at the same time. But to stoop so low as to spy on me? That girl is one sick little puppy. Tuesday, September 17th. I absolutely hate, 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 the this stupid school! Today at lunch, I was carrying my tray and trying to get to Table 9, where I was supposed to meet Chloe and Zoe. Things were going pretty good, because I had managed to sneak past the jock table without the football players making those embarrassing farting noises with their armpits. But as I was walking past Mackenzie's table, I really wasn't paying attention. She must have still been pretty mad at me about the party invitation and the art competition, because this is what happened. I tripped over Mackenzie's foot, and suddenly, everything started moving in slow motion. My lunch tray went flying over my head, and I heard a very familiar voice shrieking, Then, in horror, I realized it was mine. I fell flat on the floor and was so stunned I could barely breathe. My spaghetti and cherry jubilee dessert were smeared across my face and the front of my clothes. I looked like a life-size version of one of Brianna's messy finger paintings. I just closed my eyes and lay there like a beached whale, with every inch of my body aching. Even my hair hurt. However, the worst part was that the entire cafeteria was laughing like crazy. I was so embarrassed. I wanted to die. I could barely see, because I had cherry jubilee in my eyes, and it made everything look red and really blurry. Finally, I gathered the strength to crawl to my knees. But each time I tried to get up, I slipped in the mixture of spaghetti and milk and fell back down again. I have to admit, I probably looked hilarious sloshing around in my lunch like that. Then Mackenzie folded her arms, glared at me, and said, So, Nikki, did you have a nice trip? Of course, that witty little comment made everyone laugh harder. It was the cruelest thing Mackenzie could have possibly said, especially since she was totally responsible for my trip. I was so humiliated, I started to cry. (laughs) The good news was, the tears washed all the gunk out of my eyes, and I could see again. But the bad news was, All I could see was this guy kneeling over me with a camera dangling in my face. And only one person in the whole entire school owns a camera like that. I had no idea why my crush Brandon would want to permanently capture the most utterly humiliating moment in my entire pathetic life in a photo. Sorry, but I'm getting super upset all over again just writing about all of this. I think I need to go and have a good cry. I'll finish this diary entry later. Maybe. Hi, this is Nikki. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll come back soon for the next installment in the Dork Diaries Tales from a Not-So-Fabulous Life podcast. And don't forget... The entire Dork Diaries series is available right now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Read or listen to them today.